illegal participation on the defense. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot remains first down. This had better be a big play after all of that. Second down at eight, four and a half to go in the half, six nothing Beavers. Jonathan from the right hash from the zone 25, goes back to throw, and throws the out, and it's caught, and it's going to be a big play! Chad Johnson down the left sideline, nobody will catch Chad, and it's a touchdown 75 yards for the Beavers! This is the moment, and right here will tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half in the right hash. Simon's in the handoff, can't cut to the left, first down and more, 30, 25, 20, Simonton on his way, 10, into the end zone, touchdown Beavers, and the streak is going to end here tonight. The snap on target to Nick. he gets a much better punt away here, Sammy Strotter back to his 30 yard line, starts up the middle, gets to the 40, he's got a seam, 45 midfield, 45, 40, he's got a chance to go, 20, 15, 10, 5, Welcome to Illegal Participation, the official podcast of the Heinrich Tailgate. Recording this while firmly ensconced at the Heinrich Tailgater headquarters, I'm your host, head chef, planner, and chief bottle washer, Bill Heine Heinrich. Joining me, as always, from the Heinrich Tailgater Northern Command Outpost, the lead driver and director of thermodynamic liquid immersion, my co-host and brother, the Beach. Beach, how in the heck are you doing? Living the dream, Billy. Just living the dream. Yeah. Well, you know, we were supposed to do a couple of to... uh, update podcasts for the 2018-2019 season, and we suck, and they just never happened. <laughs> we just get too much crap. Well, we we. Are... I was going to say we stay pretty busy. Yeah. So, in order to do this podcast. Yes, I had to get off my roof. Were you finally so, taking those stickers I was, off? I was the, cleaning. Uh, I was taking the stickers off the windows in the upper part of the barn. Oh, nice, good. Only been up, only been up there for four years, you know. So you, you so, want to tell people what's happening at the barn? Okay, so uh, for those of you who don't follow me on Facebook, which you should because I'm pretty amazing, but uh, I am putting in a bed and breakfast on my vineyard. And so I've I've You're... created a little mezzanine up my what? Well, it's not really a bed and breakfast. You're putting in an Airbnb. It's it's an Airbnb with no B, just the B. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, because I don't I don't do B myself. So why would I do B for somebody else? Yeah, it's air it's air so. bed and extremely anyway. amazing shower. Exactly, I'm all about the shower. Yeah. So anyway, uh, put a little mezzanine in. Got a little. Um, living space for, uh, for, for guests to stay here on the vineyard. Um, I'm trying to get the place up to snuff and it's, it's pretty nice. It's, uh, it's just got a little bed kitchenette and a very, very nice bathroom, amazing shower. It's got a waterfall shower, a handheld and three body shots in a very large space. Um, so if you want, uh, the bed only sleep two, but you can fit about three 
three or four in the shower. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So. Right on. Well, the purpose of so, illegal. Anyway, so that, that's. Uh, well, let me finish. So I'm going to be posting that. It'll be up uh, ready for rent. Uh, I should have the posting done by today. So if you go to Airbnb, uh, take a look for Twin Pines Vineyards and, and uh, see, what you, see what you think. And if you do go on there, uh, leave me some feedback. Tell me if I need to improve my photos or, or if I should mention some other stuff. There you go. Now, Billy, go on. What's our purpose? Why in the hell are we here? Well, we want to spread our inside experiences and passion for the Oregon State Beavers with others. And just generally talk beaver sports, football, and tailgating and have some fun, too. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Nothing. I got nothing. All right. I just want to remind everyone, you can listen to us on your iPhone or Android device on the Stitcher Radio app. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Remember to check out Heinrich Tailgater on Twitter and on Facebook. All right, Beej, ready to get into some Beaver sports news? Yes. What's You know, I have not been keeping track of anything here lately, Billy, so well, I'm assuming our audience hasn't either. So what's going on in the world? Uh, well, the world of Beaver sports, not much is happening. Everyone's kind of in the uh, preseason mode. Um, first up is women's volleyball. The 2019 squad returns 11. I love women's volleyball, Billy. The 2019 squad returns 11 letter winners, including five starters from last season. Senior outside hitter Amy Underdown, who led the team in kills in 2018, along with juniors Maddie Goings and Haley Bennett, are back, along with sophomore setter Maddie Sheehan. Now, while there are returning uh, returners at every position, the Beavers also return depth in a quartet of seasoned seniors, and five newcomers have also joined the team. Fourth-year head coach Mark Barnard will look to get a squad to rebound from an injury-marred 2018 season, and uh, the Beavers will seek a second postseason berth in the last three years. So they had a really cool. great team. Uh, they had a really great 2017. 2018 was kind of sucky, so hopefully 2019 is a good rebound year. Yep, I think we've gotten through the uh, the uh, the rebuilding year. Yep. Right. That should have been so. last year. The rebuilding yep. year. All right. Next up, Beach is women's soccer. I'll always love women's soccer, Billy. Women in short shorts running around and kicking balls. The Oregon State women's soccer team will start off the 2019 season on Sunday, so it'll have already happened as you listen to this. It's starting today, actually, Beach. Um, when it hosts an exhibition versus the University ah. of British Columbia at Paul Lawrence Field, admission to the contest uh, was free to all fans, and the game began at, at 1 p.m., so it'll be, going, be starting here in just a few minutes. The Beavs' 2019 squad features seven seniors. Redshirt senior Tony Malone has seen action in 61 games over the course of her collegiate career. Uh, in 2018, Malone was the lone Beaver to start in all 19 matches. She tallied 12 shots, recorded 16 corner kicks, and was named a Pac-12 All-Academic Honorable Mention. Okay. Next up is men's soccer. You, you know, you don't hear about many girls named Tony. Is it short for anything? I don't know. But it's T-O-N-I. Okay. So Next up is men's soccer. Oh, okay. The Oregon State men's soccer team will open the 2019 season ranked number 22 in the United Soccer Coaches Association preseason poll, the organization announced last Tuesday. Oregon State is coming off one of the best seasons of program history, finishing 2018 with a 11-6-3 record and making the NCAA tournament for the fourth time in program history. The Beavs ended the Pac-12 season in second in the conference with a mark of 6-3-1, and, and head coach Terry Boss was named Pac-12 Coach of the Year in his first campaign as the program skipper. All right. Last up, Beavs, just a little bit of football news. <laughs> Do you like my feedback? I thought I was really bringing it today. There you go. Okay, go ahead. Uh, wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins and offensive lineman Gus Lavaca were both named preseason All-Pac-12 first-teamers by Pro Football Focus this last week. Oregon State, Washington, and Oregon are the only Pac-12 teams with two or more first-team selections. Now, running back Jamar Jefferson and wide receiver Trevon Badford were both named second-team 
Hodgins and Lavaca and Jefferson uh, were named second team selections by the Pac-12's media in late July, while punter Daniel Rodriguez was chosen as honorable mention. Okay. Oh. B. What the hell is that, Billy? I, oh, I, crap. Yep, I think I hear it. It is. You know, that teletype hasn't worked in like eight months. Oh, hold on here. One second. Got to tear it off. Billy, this just in. From the Register Guard, downtown homeless protests can't persist. Uh, from the uh, August 1st, 2019 Register Guard, says here... Uh, downtown homeless protest camp persists. Instead of signs and people waving at cars, a row of multicolored tents and makeshift shelters line the side of the road. The protest camp and its 22 residents recently were set up under the shade of several trees across from the federal courthouse on 8th Avenue until they were notified Sunday they had to move due to building permits granted for nearby businesses. The camp relocated a few yards away along Mill Street, no longer protected by the trees and subject to the summer sun. The camper's previous shady spot is now filled with new bike racks. Typical Eugene. Camp leader and protest organizer Eric Jackson said police officers notified him Sunday morning that the camp had to move. With little time to plan a new location, he picked a less than pleasant spot nearby. The past two days in the sun have been miserable for the camp, but the location in front of the federal courthouse is important, he said. We want the feds to see that what we are doing, Jackson said. I want to lead the city to a place of common ground so that we can be treated like human beings and not garbage. Okay. <laughs> All right, wait. So is this going to move from update from Eugene to Beej's rant? This is going to go to a rant. Okay. Kind of, okay, kind of saw so this there was coming. another article that I, yeah. So there's there's another article that that came out that said uh, they were camping on an island in the Willamette outside of Eugene, okay. And they took uh, they it took what was it three thousand pounds of trash, forty five yards, about fifty needles that they found so far, okay. And he's sitting there saying we're being treated like garbage, okay. You, you, you piece of shit. You are garbage. You know, every I, at least you I work at in least you industry live where people, in garbage. Yeah. You know, I, I work in an industry where I deal with business owners every day. Do you know that every one of them is hiring right now? Every one of them would hire people if they could show up for work every day and pass a piss test. Evidently, you no good piece of shit can't. You'd rather suck off the government tit, increase our tax dollars, become a nuisance, do your drugs, leave a mess, probably create the goddamn plague with all the goddamn garbage and debris and filthy animals that they live around. And you have the gall to say that this is a protest? You're a lazy f***. Absolutely an absolute lazy f***. Because there's no reason why an able-bodied person can't get a goddamn job right now. And you say, well, I can't afford a place to live. Rent's too high. Bullshit. Live in a goddamn apartment and share it with five other people. That's what I did when I was starting out. How else do you build up the skills and the income to finally become to be able to, stay, to live on your own? I mean, I absolutely don't understand this shit. Every time I drive through the freeway and you see some goddamn bastard at the stoplight holding up a sign, unemployed, Vietnam vet, need help, God bless. I look at him. Wow, those are some really nice Nikes you got there. Wow, looks like your pants have been washed recently. Wow, that's a Columbia backpack. 
Where did you get that from? It looks new. It doesn't look secondhand. Oh, I see you brought your lunch today. That's nice. So you planned your day to, to beg and to mooch off of those who do work for a living, who do share, who do believe in the concept of uh, producing value for one another. I, I'm just so fed up with this shit. And the government officials ignore the needs of the people, and they cater to these no-good, worthless pieces of shit. You know, if you are sucking off the government tit and not producing and not paying taxes, I don't think you have a right to vote. I don't think you have a right to protest. I think you avoid that because you're worthless. And it just irritates me that he has the gall to call this a goddamn protest. No, you're a lazy f that wants to live on the streets because you can't even have the balls to, to freaking go out because that – well, he actually wants to live on the streets because it's closer to where he can get the leavings and the leftovers and the, and the handouts. I, I'm fed up with this shit. Portland's a pile of shit. Eugene's a pile of shit. Anyway, sorry for my swearing, but I'm done. That's okay. Um, I, you know, there's, 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 uh, in Corvallis, we've got some of those people that are out panhandling all the time. And there's, there's one guy I've seen do it. He does it over by Fred Myers. He's been doing it for over 10 years and he's mm -hmm. out there several times yeah, a wait, week. When you think about, when you think about it, think about, okay. So like, let's say you're making 15 bucks an hour, right? After you're done paying taxes and Social Security and all the other BS that you, you've done, right, and you probably have to contribute something to your health care cost, what do you bring in home per hour? Maybe seven bucks, eight bucks, maybe nine if you're lucky? Does that sound about right? I have no clue. Possibly, yeah. Okay, let, let's save even $10, right? So you're making 10 bucks an hour netting, right? So in, in a day's day, an eight-hour day, you're making 80 bucks. How long do you think it takes a beggar to make 80 bucks? Three hours, four hours, yeah, possibly. Because you're not paying taxes, he gets, you know, he, he gets free health care. Yeah, you he know, probably gets free stuff from all the local assistance places. Yeah, there, there's, you a, know, I know there's a there's a couple of people in Corvallis that they can tell you where all the free meals are and and where to get all that free stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and and you brought up a couple of good points, I, I, I especially remember. especially, and this is something I've been going off for a while is is the disease that's going to pop up from this because we've got people living in filth. With with rodents and, and that's where typhus and the plague come from, and we are having outbreaks of typhus and the plague in cities like L.A. right now. And, and again, they, I, there's no reason. With all the government programs and private charities out there, there the only reason why and and with all the good employment and the strong economy, other than people who are mentally ill, there is no reason for anybody to to be having issues and having to live on the streets. There are jobs out there. There are ways out. A lot of these people and, – and again, I know people that work – you know, have businesses near homeless camps in Portland. And if you talk to them, you say – they actually – so one of the guys I know, his name is Wayne. He actually had a, a building in downtown Portland just on the um, other side of the Willamette, just underneath the Fremont Bridge, and he had a homeless camp nearby. And he realized early on it was better to make friends with them than to fight them. So – he actually gave them an extension cord from his property out to their camp mm -hmm. so they could charge their cell phones and use their portable devices and stuff in their camps. Um, he uh, During Thanksgiving, he even made a Thanksgiving meal and fed all of them that were in the homeless camp nearby. And I said, you know, I appreciate the charity, but do you feel you're enabling them? And he said, I talked to most of the people in that camp. Most of them want to be there. Very few want to get out. Mm -hmm. They're happy with what they're how they're living. Well, they what and they so he what, said. You what? can't change them. But yeah. it, well, hold on. One of the things he told me, though, is he said, I found out that by giving them the electricity, he goes, I even let them take – they had a, a like a shower in their in their building. Mm -hmm. 
you know, just an industrial shower. Mm-hmm. So he said I'd let him go in and take a shower once a week. And he said because of that, they actually protect my building. They they keep the really bad hooligans away, the graffitis and the and the and the thieves out because they appreciate that I, you know, help them out to the, to the extent that I do. But like he said, he goes, most of them, he goes, you talk to most of them. Most of them are happily on drugs, happily living their life the way they are, you know, being a, a burden on the rest of society. But, and the sad thing is they don't even see themselves as being a burden. They just see themselves as this is the way life is. Yeah. But do you realize how much wealth, how much effort, how, how much hard work that somebody else gave that you're stealing from them, whether, you know, it might be voluntary or it might be theft through tax laws. Did you know that they spend $25,000 a month? Cleaning up the garbage in Portland—that's a contract went out. Oh yeah, for garbage companies, twenty-five thousand dollars a month to go out and pick up the trash in the homeless camps. Oh, I wouldn't. I would hate to see how much. I would hate to see how much Corvallis pays because I know a guy that has to go out and do it when they have to go out and clean up those damn camps. And, And people say, well, well, it's. It's okay. Well, when you start looking at the services you're not getting because the money is being diverted to other things that ultimately are not necessary. Yeah. In in our in our society, you know, they're in in a if people did their their part of being good members of society, think of how much lower tax dollars our taxes would be, I, I or how agree. much further they would go theoretically. Oh no, yeah. I completely agree. Anyway, so there's there's my oh did you and, and on a side note, when I was looking up uh, when when uh, another thing that I saw Colt Lay what's his name Colt who's the former Colt um, that Colt Lyerla from, yeah. from Hillsborough. Did you hear about him? Oh, he's he in prison. Yeah, did now? you hear about him? Um, so it said former Oregon Ducks football player Colt Lyerla attacked his girlfriend in Eugene on Monday. This is back in June. Oh yeah. And was arrested in Springfield the next day. Mm-hmm. And the the picture they have of him, uh, his face is all oh he's all messed up marked up. Yeah, he's all messed which, up. Oh yeah, he totally messed out. Totally messed out. Oh, yeah. So, like I said, the, anyway, my problem, my problem with a lot I, of the, I, my problem with a lot of this homeless stuff is people want the benefit of society without contributing to society. Exactly. They they want to get more than they put in. That's a, that's a whole concept of socialism right there. Mm-hmm. Is I feel like I should get more out of it than I put in. Yep. And what's going to happen is when that's the way you feel, nobody's going to put in anymore. Yeah, uh, and you know, and you talk about because so, I've talked about this. Yeah, with, it's the same. I've, I've talked about this with other people about, uh, you know. Um, just all the stuff we pay for that we don't, I mean, obviously we need it, but if, if people didn't suck so bad, we wouldn't need it. Like I go on my walks and I see like, you know, drug treatment centers. Well, you know, if people didn't choose to do drugs, we wouldn't have to worry about that. You know, stuff for like battered women. Well, if, if people, you know, if men weren't out there beating their wives and kids, which to me seems pretty damn obvious. That's not how you live your life then we wouldn't have to pay for that crap, right? It's all these all these kids <laughs> Absolutely. That, all these kids that are, are that we're that happen to feed, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner to every day, which I don't want kids going hungry. That said, parents need to figure out how to pay for your damn kids food. It's yeah. just it's just yeah, you know, because they don't want you they don't want you they don't want you telling them how to live, but evidently they are not either either they they either need to make better choices in life. Uh they you know, I and I mean, I, I I can bitch. I, I I worked three jobs at one point in my life. I still work two. Yep, same here. You know, I I you know. So how can 
I stand by that fact. If, if you're not bringing enough revenue, then you either need to make better choices in employment or you need to work more. Well, that's either what, or. That's what I and, mean. Who's, who's the onus on? Is the onus on the government to provide for you or to you to provide for you? And if you don't like your station yeah, in life, it, what are you doing to change it? The, 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 and again, the, the, the fact that they're bullcrapping this whole thing in Eugene as a protest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's not, not a protest. protest. That's your justification not to get your asses kicked out of your new location. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's terrible. We're in the blazing hot sun. Okay. Mm -hmm. What are you doing to try to improve your lot in life? How about you go get a freaking job? You're, you're protesting. Yeah. 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 We, we, we want the feds to see what we're doing. I want to lead the city to a place of common ground so that we can be treated like human beings and not garbage. Okay, now, can we have a, an honest-to-God discussion? What do you want? Do you want to continue to be homeless and people provide for you and let you live on the street? Because that's not fair to the rest of the people who pay taxes, have, have got residents, and contribute to society. Mm. So let's have a real conversation instead of your little talking point bullshit of rhetoric that doesn't mean anything. When it, whenever Frickin somebody whenever shit. somebody Any says they want to have a real <laughs> honest conversation, that means they really don't. They want you to shut up and listen to what they have to say. Yeah, well, and they don't have any argument to support what they want. They just want free shit. All right, so. let's, let's, let's get off this rant, Beach, because we could go off them on this all day. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it is yeah. the – What do we got? Well, Beach, uh, we don't have any games, obviously, to talk about yet. So it is now time for the Tommy Tuberville. What's he think I look like? A jackass? You sure do. <laughs> jackass of the week. Every week we like to discuss a person in college football who exemplifies the truly worst in sportsmanship, leadership, or just being a fan. And this week, Beach, the first of the 2019 season, it's not going to a person – it's going to a whole university. And in, this, and in this case, it this would, sounds interesting. In this case, it would be the Ohio State University. So, Beej, recently. What did the Ohio State University do, Billy? Well, Beej, recently, Ohio State University submitted an application to the United States Patent and Trademark Office in efforts to trademark the word the. They want to use the university's name on items with the phrase the university, uh, excuse me, the Ohio State University, which can be used to market items for sale, which include clothing, namely T-shirts, baseball caps, and hats. The application was submitted on August 8th. Now, university spokesman Chris Davies said for the word the for the word the university spokesman Chris Davies said in a statement to the Columbus Dispatch, like other institutions, Ohio State works to vigorously protect the university's brand and trademarks. These assets hold significant value, which benefits our students and faculty and the broader community by supporting our core academic mission of teaching and research. Now, the school has already trademarked the names of former coaches Woody Hayes and Urban Meyer. Two years ago, Ohio State was in a fight with Oklahoma State University for the use of the acronym OSU on clothing and apparel. The schools finally agree that they both will use, still use the acronym. So, yes, they want to trademark the word the for the Ohio State University. Weird. I just think it's stupid. So, yeah. And, then, and I remembered when they fought with Oklahoma State over the use of OSU. My always thought was, well, what about Oregon State University? There's mm -hmm. a third OSU out there. You rat bastards. But anyways. Yeah. The. The. Yep. So, uh, <sighs> for being such a bunch of rat bastards... The Ohio State University, this Tommy Tuberville Jackass of the Week Award. 
is for you. All right, Beans, it's time to move on to our musical interlude. Now, uh, in the past, first of all, the musical interlude started out because I used to just, the very first season um, of, of, of Illegal Participation, I used to just, and I kind of started on the first episode, just kept doing it. I would randomly stick in songs during the podcast when I'd edit it. I'd randomly stick in songs that we somehow talked about. We did it on the first episode and it just kind of kept happening. And so I would throw in, I would throw in songs. And then after that, we started coming kind of, up. Kind of like how Phine- kind of like Phineas and Ferb, isn't that how they started doing all their songs on that show? Yeah, Phineas and Ferb. They had one song that went really good. Phineas and Ferb uh, actually they, didn't. They had song, song, song. Yeah, but they didn't do their first few episodes. Didn't have songs in them, but they started uh, doing it uh, uh, after a little bit. And then they went back and put uh, songs back in the first couple episodes. But um, anyways. And so then we've come up with themes. I know one year we did Hell, so every song had something to do with Hell. Uh, then we've done groups. We've done Guns N' Roses, Van Halen, Motley Crue. Last year was um, Queen. We did Kiss. Kiss, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking this year, and, and my thing is just because uh, I'm a bit, we're, we're big fans of the, the show on Netflix, Stranger Things, this year – the season of Stranger Things was set during the summer of 1985. I know 1985 for me personally was a seminal year in my development. I think it was for you too. Lots of good. 1985 mo- was the. I, I I do believe 1985 was the best year in history. I I think it was the uh, the peak of of our civilization. It could be. It could be. Uh, it was a great. I year. think we've uh, regressed since then. It was a great year. Um, great movies came out with The Goonies and Back to the Future um, and a lot of great music, too. So I suggested 1985 and you thought that was a good idea. Absolutely. OK, so with that, I will be picking the first so, song this year. What? Go ahead. Oh, no, go. I'm anxious to hear your pick. OK, well. Uh, so uh, this song actually came out in 1985, but it was a cover of a song. Now, the original song was written by Brian Wilson and Mike Love for the American rock band, the Beach Boys. Now, Brian Wilson conceived the song during his first acid trip. Now, the song was later recorded and released on the 1985 EP, Crazy from the Heat, by original Van Halen vocalist David Lee Roth. Now, on the uh, David Lee Roth cover, actually background vocals were provided by Beach Boy Carl Wilson and singing sensation Christopher Cross. If you remember good old Christopher Cross of really? the uh, early 80s. Yes. Now, like the original, it peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100. Now, if you talk about uh, California Girls by David Lee Roth, the really, really also to talk about is the music video. It was directed by Peef Angelis and David Lee Roth and was released in January 1985. Now, Roth stars as a tour guide showing tourists um, um, around uh, Southern California, and he's showing them the beach and swimsuit models. Now, interestingly enough, one of those tourists in the video was played by Jane Leaves, who went on to play Frazier's Daphne Moon. Really? Yep. Now, in the video, the female bodybuilder... Now, now I'm going to... you have to watch it again? Now, I hear you clicking it. I'm so, going to try to pull her up. Okay, so yeah. the, the female bodybuilder in the video is Roth's personal fitness trainer, Kay Baxter. Now, the scenes follow the lyrics with bikini-clad women from all regions of the United States. And an off-imitated scene has Roth 
dancing down a sidewalk bordered by models frozen like mannequins. Now, David Lee Roth observed, that is Diamond Dave the character. That is definitely a part of me. I grew up in that whole Southern California thing. I delight in it. But you don't have to be there to celebrate that spirit. Now, the clip was also nominated uh, for several 1985 MTV Video Music Awards. So with that, Beach, here is David Lee Roth's cover of the Beach Boys song, California Girls. song beach are you sorry you're trying Dude, to watch I'm the video i'm still shocked that uh she i know I, you're well i'm just looking at uh still shots to see what she looks like yeah so crazy yeah had no idea that she was uh, a star even back then yeah there you go well she was, was just getting started. I, I loved uh remember yeah and then, well i just love and then how that uh, he kind of did a continuation when he did uh just a gigolo where he was the uh, announcer yeah. so california goes right here on dave tv yeah that was great there you go this was. all right beach it is time to move along <sighs> in our show here uh it is now time uh since this is the billy billy i got i think we got i think i think i think we, i think we got to jump in and say you know hey you know this was 1985 hashtag me too right okay <laughs> all right 
<laughs> All right, Beach. Uh, it's now time to look at the preview for the Oregon State 2019 season. We're gonna go through. Uh, we're gonna go first of all. We're gonna go through the uh, schedule, and uh, we'll talk about kind of what we have on the menu for the home games, and we'll just talk about all the all the games. And now this isn't for counts, all right? This is just kind of going through. We'll keep track of our own. Uh, what we think the Beavs' record will be at the end of the season, and this is just, you know, thousand foot view, looking down on the on the season from right here. We don't know. There's injuries. There's things that happen. You know, there's we don't know how things are going to progress for the Beavs, how they're going to get better, are they going to regress. So we're just going to look at here from this day before the season starts, what we think the schedule is going to walk out for the Beavs. Okay, so Beach, first up, August 30th, a Friday night, Oklahoma State at Research Stadium. Now that game starts at 730. Now before we talk about the uh, what we think the Beavs will do, let's talk about what's on the menu for that one, at least so far. Um, we've got pulled pork, catfish, and hush puppies. So we'll we'll talk a little bit more about it next week when we when we get into okay and in, in the end of the thing. But that's what's on the uh, the menu right now. So, mm-hmm. um, so beach. How do you think Oklahoma State? How do you think that game's gonna go? Right now, I'll tell you right now. The over under in Nevada. Uh- for the season is uh, for the over number uh, over under for the number of wins for the beeves is two and a half. Okay. So Oklahoma state. And how about for Oklahoma state? I don't know. I do know they are ranked in the, like they're like, like 23rd, 24th, 25th, somewhere right there in the preseason poll. Oh, wow. So they're, they're up there. Yeah. Here, I'll look it up right okay. now. And this one. I was still looking at these pictures of David Lee Roth back when he had hair. In the in the coaches poll, so. they're ranked about thirtieth. Um, I, are we picking? No, we're just gonna say just. You're picking just, the beeves. Well, no, but the. the, the I, we're not we're not doing the this isn't the normal picks this is what do you think is going to happen just right now uh, okay i think we're i think we're going to win i think they're going to absolutely overlook us overlook us and i think we got some talent that's going to surprise them i i my my bet is i think how many games we got this year 12 12 mm-hmm. i'm thinking we can we can win six wow okay so you got them winning you got them you got them beating oklahoma state yep I I think they've got a shot at Oklahoma State. They need some things to go right, and they really need some improvement out of that defense. You know, last year, we've been season ticket holders for 28 years. I've watched or listened to more Beaver games than I could ever count. That was quite possibly the worst defense I've ever seen Oregon State field. Statistically, they Mm -hmm. were like 128th out of 131. There's literally no – they can only get better at defense, um, which is good. Um, and quite frankly, their offense played fairly well. I mean, they put points on the board. Um, they just couldn't stop a damn mm-hmm. thing. So, anyways, I think the Beavs got a shot in that. I, I, I'll take the Beavs in that one, too. Okay, next up, September 7th at Hawaii. Now, this game kicks off at 9 o'clock our time, and I don't believe it's te- televised. So, you'll have to stream it or listen to it online. Okay. What do you think? What are your thoughts on this one? Well, I don't know. You tell me. Um, X Oregon State 
defensive coordinator um, uh, Mark Banker is over at Hawaii now, um, and I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Beavs with that one. A lot of poly guys going back and forth, but I think the Beavs have a great shot. I'll take the Beavs. Okay, I I think that's another another one that we're that's one of my six. Yep. Um, next up, uh, next home game, September 14th. Uh, they're playing Cal Poly at Research Stadium. The kickoff for that one's 115, and we will be doing cheesesteaks. Well, it's cheesesteak day. That's the best. This is going to be like the best game right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, that's one of the six. Yep, I'll take I'll take the beeves. So that gives the beeves three right there. Okay, next up, Beach, September 28th. Mm-hmm. They got a week off. Then September 28th at Research Stadium, Stanford. Sausage Fest. Sausage Fest 2019 is Stanford. Sausage Fest. Okay, I got a little irritated the other day. I was listening to the news, and they were talking like the top ten mascots in the country, okay? And they were bragging about how the the Oregon Duck was up there. But the number one mascot in the country, they said, was the Stanford Tree. And the Stanford Tree is not the school mascot, is it? Correct. The Stanford Tree. It's the mascot for the band. Which is is an unofficial band. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm scratching my head going, how can this even be? It's not really an official mascot of the school. Because people are stupid so. and they don't realize how things work. Yeah. Anyway, and I'm, I'm, dead, I'm dead serious. So screw Stanford. Those people probably think that the name of the duck mascot is Puddles, which is not correct either. And it's not. Correct. It's the Oregon Duck. Correct. I correct people on that all the time, and it just I'm like, well, everybody calls him that. Doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. Freaking lemming. If everybody jumped off a cliff, would you too? Yeah. God, there's a lot of morons in this. I'm in a really bad mood today. Anyway, um, okay. Uh, you know, I don't think we're gonna be able to beat Stanford. I don't either. They're too big, too big, yeah. too too fast. I just, I just, I, I don't think they have the. Uh, I would take Stanford now. When you put a gun to my head, maybe pick right now. I take Stanford. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next That's up. not one of my six. Nope. Next up, October 5th at UCLA. UCLA. Um, how's UCLA doing? They had a pretty they, – they were pretty crappy last year, weren't they? Yeah, they are getting votes in the coaches' poll. They got two. Of course, one of those is probably from – Well, you can't vote for yourself. <laughs> yeah, you can. Okay, well, I mean, that, but that doesn't count. So, so okay, I, the, I think Oregon State will take UCLA. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Um, next up, October 12th at home, Utah. Um, Utah's been pretty solid the last few years. Mm-hmm. Now, that game beats, uh, we're doing tri-tip and, fu- and funeral potatoes. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, if, if I had to pick, uh, just for sure the, of the six, I think we're going to win. That is not one of them. Me too. I would take Utah in that game. Next up beach, October 19th at Cal. Um, Cal sucks. We're going to take Cal. I would take that one too. Up next beach, November 2nd at Arizona. See, we've got Arizona, Washington State, and Oregon. And Washington. Um, oh, I forgot missed Washington. Hold on. Oh, and Arizona State. Okay. Well, up next, um, Arizona. 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 
Arizona State was terrible last year, but Arizona was decent, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Arizona State. Those, those schools have games. highs and lows. Yeah, they those schools have highs and lows, mm-hmm. and they don't seem to be consistent. Um, uh, that one's a toss up for me. Got a pick. Uh, I'll I'll pick Oregon State. I'll take Oregon State. In that I one think too. by by that time we're going to be getting into the groove. Um, hopefully, I, I was hearing Oregon already has some injuries from their practices. Uh, bees have taken have a couple too. Yeah, bees have taken a couple too. They? they they lost the defensive end and Jeremy Reichner, which is really going to hurt. Um, he's done for the season. So yeah, it, it's what happens. It's what happens with football. So okay, Beach. Up next, November eighth, Friday night, seven thirty kickoff, Washington. We'll be having cheesesteaks. Who you got? That's a long ass game. Uh, or long ass tailgater. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and again, we're picking just for realistic here, right? Not not for not being homers. Correct. Um, I don't think we're. Um, yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to take Washington. We okay. we we struggle with them every freaking time. I agree. I would take Washington in that game. Next up, the week later, November sixteenth, Arizona State will be having Sonoran style hot dogs and nachos. Um. The um, I th- I think we're gonna I'm gonna pick uh, that we're gonna you know I'm I'm kind of contradicting my six wins here but uh, I I think Arizona State can fall to us. Yep, I, and it's the, at home. The Beavs had them too. If they could have stopped last year, could have stopped anything, they probably could have won that game. But they just they you know mm-hmm. it was like a hot knife through butter with that defense. So okay. Uh, two games left, both on the road, November 23rd at Washington State. Uh, um, sorry, I'm making notes here. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Washington State, uh, I, I don't think we're going to win. It's up there. We struggle with them. Their aerial attack has been just horrific on us the last couple of years mm-hmm. and i i new, kind of foresee the same outcome new quarterback though oh with them yeah because that gardner Minshew oh, was a one and done for them oh that's right they brought him to replace the one guy who uh who took his own life yeah right yeah um the uh interesting well i It's still up there. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, as far as being realistic, I'm gonna, I'm gonna still say Washington State's gonna sneak by and get that one. Me too. I think we're we're right on the pretty much the same page. So what is the record you've got right now? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six. Actually, that's that's seven wins right there. You've got seven and four right now. Yeah. Okay. Last up at Oregon. The fuckers cheat. <laughs> Okay. So with that being said, they'll win because they cheat. Okay. I'd probably take Oregon. At this point, I would take Oregon down there too. So uh, we're seven and five. Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, if the Beavs start out three and zero, that would be amazing. That'd be great. So there you go, seven and five. Yeah. But uh, well, Beach, I think that's it for the uh, initial show of the. 
Season 8, the 2019-2020 version of Illegal Participation. I want to thank everyone for listening to show number 122. Remember, if you have a comment, suggestion, or ask a question, you can email us, HeinrichTailgator at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit me on Twitter, Heinrich Tailgater on Twitter, or Heinrich Tailgater on Facebook. Remember, subscribe, leave a, a review on iTunes, check us out on the Stitcher Radio app. Beach. Billy. It's good to start talking football again, isn't it? You know, I got up the other morning and walked outside, and I smelled the smell in the air of football. That Do you little, ever get that? That little kind of slightly smoky it, it was smell? There. That little slightly yeah. smoky smell? Yeah, a little crisp in the morning, a little oh, yeah. dew. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's all it's all kind of right there. You know, it's like the smell of daily doubles. I don't know what it is, but it's that smell. Yeah. You know? Totally. So, all yeah. Right. Well, so. I just want anyway, to thank, so nope, I'm excited. Thank everyone for joining us for show number 122. Uh, next week, we'll have another show, and we'll be getting ready for that first game and first tailgater of the season. So until then, everyone, here's a big Go Beavs. my brother are you there can you hear me i can hear you am i coming in clear can you hear me am i coming in clear yes yes you can hold on i gotta turn off you know i I need to get a new set i need to get a new set of headphones i don't think my left earphone has ever worked really yeah i only hear you at my right ear i feel like george bailey and it's a wonderful life Mm. what was that what was that Okay, hold on here. You old building alone. I did we try and then we gave up or something? Maybe I don't know. I so, don't think we've done one this year. I thought we were supposed to do a recap, but I don't think we ever we did. Never we did. Suck. I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. How, so what I sound okay? Yeah, you sound good. Okay, and it looks like we're recording, so that's good. The files get yeah, because we don't want to talk about that. There's a couple of mysterious shows that nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> Wasn't there one we recorded like three times? They were personal shows. They were just, for, yeah, they were just for us. They weren't really weren't for the audience. Yeah, let's see, eight, eighteen, twelve, eight, eighteen, twenty nineteen. That would be right now. Twelve twenty nine. Is the file getting bigger? Let me see if it gets up. No to... sleep. Oh shoot! I didn't pick a song. Well, you got to pick one for this. To the second one, yeah. The next episode. Or the next episode. I think it's recording. What song is that? Because I don't think you actually use the outline anyway, do you?
I do, but I didn't get one. Did I get one? No, I didn't send you one. So I'm going blind. Yeah. You're raw dogging it, baby. Okay. I'm freaking raw dogging it. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay.